Hello everyone, I'm your host, Nora Bufool, and this is Winging It. Today, we will explore the common cuckoo and its fascinating nesting strategy. The common cuckoo is characterized by its gray cinder body, short legs, and long tail. It's found in Asia, Europe, and Africa, inhabiting areas with thick vegetation. Now this might sound like a typical bird, but cuckoos perform one of the most intriguing forms of parental care known as rude parasitism. Let's picture this. Two common cuckoos have mated, and it's almost time for the female to lay her eggs. She spots a nest of great reed warblers along with their eggs and closely watches without them sensing her. The female cuckoo makes note of the warbler's diet how strategic the nest is placed away from predators, and the overall behavior of the warbler. She decides this warbler is the best suited host to raise her young. However, she runs into a problem. How will she remove the warbler's eggs and replace them with hers without the warbler noticing? The warbler leaves the nest to hunt for food. This is a perfect opportunity for the female cuckoo. She flies to its nest, destroys all the existing eggs, lays her own, and flies away all before the warbler comes back. Upon her return, the warbler settles back into her nest, cares for the eggs, unaware of what the cuckoo has done. This is what is known as brood parasitism. A parasitic bird, such as the cuckoo, lays its eggs into another species' nest, essentially avoiding all forms of parental care and the energy required for it as well. Luckily, as cruel as it sounds, brood parasitism is rare. The studies show it's only seen in about 1% of bird species, with about 100 confirmed species known for doing this. It's thought to be rare because the risks can outweigh the benefits. It's much easier for a bird to care for its own young, because that way it'll ensure their survival. But with brood parasitism, everything relies on the host parent and whether or not they are fit enough to raise the offspring instead. This is probably why not all birds exhibit this kind of nesting strategy. The host parent, in this case, the great reed warbler, typically is unaware that their own brood has been destroyed and are now raising another species' brood. However, some birds are able to recognize the different eggs and destroy them, resulting in a loss for both species. In the same way, parasitic parents have evolved to mimic the color of the eggs of the host to avoid them being destroyed. Egg rejection is not always the case. Sometimes the host recognizes that they have a parasitic egg in their nest, but still accept it in fear of retaliation from the parasitic parent. We call this the mafia hypothesis. Because of this, it's clear that the choice of the host parent is very important for chick survival. Parasitizing a nest of birds who have the same egg pattern and color will be more beneficial than parasitizing a nest of completely different birds, because you're increasing the chances of rejection when the characteristics are not similar. Choosing the birds with similar characteristics as a parasite will allow evolution to favor the mimicked eggs and characteristics. Now you may be wondering, what's next? What happens to the birds once the host parent begins to raise them as their own? The answer is simply that, they raise them as their own. Since the cuckoos will be raised as warblers, they will begin to exhibit similar behaviors to the warbler. This also includes your song. 
Some studies have shown that cuckoos will learn the songs of the warbler and use it as their own. This is what is known as song mimicry. Interestingly, when the cuckoos are now adults and need to mate, they can be attracted to birds who have a similar song to their host family rather than their original family. They complete the cycle by finding a host family of their own. I think we can all agree that brood parasitism is truly captivating. From finding the correct host, to successively laying eggs in the host nest, to the host caring for the brood as its own, to the broods adopting the host's behavior and call, there's so much to keep up with. It's an arms race against the host and parasitic parent. The host wants to evolve ways to avoid falling victim to brood parasitism, while the parasitic parent wants to evolve ways to be sneakier in order to fool the host parent into caring for their young. In all, we have learned that common cuckoos strategically lay their eggs in the nest of the warbler so that the warbler can raise its offspring and as a result, the cuckoo conserves energy by providing no parental care to its young. With all this in mind, I'll leave you at a question. Can you think of future ways the host and parasite could evolve to benefit themselves? Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Nora Abufu, and this is Brood Parasitism in a Nutshell.